Hi everybody, good afternoon. It's a rainy day today in Lagos, Nigeria. I hope you're having a wonderful time wherever you are. It promises to be an awesome study as we look at the concluding part on Uncle Zach and Aunt Lily. Like I said at the last session, uh, they're literally one of my most favorite people in the Bible, I think. Um, and, and today you will understand even better why. Um, so let's get your Bible, get your dictionary, get your concordance, um, get your journal, a cup of coffee, water, uh, you know, um, and sit down somewhere comfortable and quiet and let's get into the word. So once again, we are going back to a small town um, where Auntie Lily and Uncle Zach used to stay. The Bible says that he was of the priestly order of Abijah. They didn't tell us exactly where he used to live, um, but we know it was a bit far from Bethlehem because, um, or Nazareth rather, apologies, because Nazareth was what where Mary lived. And how do we know that? Make sure you stay tuned to find out, right? So, Uncle Zach and Aunt Lily, um, last week we studied about how they were precious in the sight of God. And a lot of people think that they were precious in the sight of God only because... God chose them to what to, to to give birth to John the Baptist. But more than that, the, the study we are going to do today actually shows us why God chose them for John the Baptist. I mean, um, if you think you are a mature believer or you think you are growing in maturity, and Lily and Uncle Zach are some of the uh, are, are some of the standards that God gave us in the Bible as practical examples of what a mature believer looks like in character. So let's go back to in Luke one chapter six. God described Uncle Zach and Aunt Lily as righteous before God, living virtuously, following the commandments of the God of the Lord blamelessly. Um, but they were they were childless because. And Lily was barren. Um, but in from verse 39 to 45, and that's what we're going to be unpacking today, and also later scriptures, we start to understand why, you know, the real manifestations in character of what God said. And if you ever doubted that description, the following scriptures will unpack it to you. So the very first thing that happened was, that the angel, and you know, that is Mary, the mother of Jesus. The angel went to her, in angel Gabriel carried the message of God in verse 36 and said, What more? Your aged, so we know Aunt Lily was aged, Lil, Elizabeth, has also become pregnant with a, with a son. The barren one is now in her sixth month. Right, And the next thing we see after that visitation is that Mary arose and hurried off. To the hill country of Judea. So we know they did not live in Nazareth. They lived in the hill countries of Judea. Um, in a village. That was where Elizabeth, Uncle Elizabeth. Uncle Zach and Aunt Lily lived. The Bible says she hurried off. Now. Dear. Growing in faith. Growing as a believer. Mature believer. If Aunt Lily had been a horrible. Nosy. Unkind. Judgmental person. Do note that Mary would have been very reluctant to visit her, visit her with the secret that she was carrying. Dear mother in Israel, 
dear believer that has been born again for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years or more. How quickly are people able to relate to you? And please do note that this has nothing to do with the personality type. Because we all know people that are quiet and just amazing. And we know people that are vivacious and their tongues are so sharp. They literally make you bleed. So, and make your life unbearable and vice versa. So, we're not talking about personality types here. We are talking about the fruit of the spirit. We are talking about kindness. We are talking about gentleness. We are talking about being pleasant. Dear believer, how kind and pleasant are you one of the signs of maturity is your kind nature remember the first thing the first quality of love that was mentioned in first corinthians 13 is that love is patient and then the second thing is love is kind how kind are you a measure of your maturity the second thing that really hit me about this was immediately the bible says that mary arose and went to the hill country as soon as she entered the house she didn't say anything to aunt lily aunt lily i love her mature believer discerning in the spirit i mean she picked up the manifestation of that grace upon her life immediately and you know that nobody operates in the prophetic in god outside of god's revelation in fact the bible tells us that the prophet only knows as much as god tells them so obviously god revealed to aunt lily something about mary in fact she said Mary, you are a woman and privileged. How she said in verse 43 that the mother of my Lord would come visit me. God knew that Aunt Lily would not be jealous of the grace upon another person's ministry. And if you think that is easy, think about Saul and David. So, one of the signs of maturity is that you are able. To handle that somebody else will be greater than you. That somebody else has more anointing than you. That that boy in your business is more knowledgeable and conquers more territories than you. That that person is a shining star and CEO material. It is the fact that God can trust you with that revelation. In fact, we see and see Lily operating in the prophetic anointing. So if you say you are mature, can God trust you with the destinies of others? Can you handle seeing grace, anointing or ministry or even, you know, in the secular place, somebody that is smarter, more knowledgeable or just seems to have a greater capacity or is standing on a better, on a larger stage than you without being jealous? Remember, they that compare themselves with themselves. The Bible describes as fools or nicer terms, not wise. So, dear mature believer, Mary came to Aunt Lily's house, scared, nervous, and probably a bit confused. But we know that staying under her care, she received support, protection, fellowship, and guidance of somebody who was older, wiser and more experienced in working with God than young Lady Mary. By the time Mary was leaving at Lily's house, we know she was stronger. How do we know? Because 
She knew that she was going to go and face obstacles, but she now was able to go and confront the obstacles that would come her way. And Lily's place had become the early stages of the greatest thing God was about to do in the universe. Dear mature believer, can God send people to you trusting you to be a place of refuge and care? In that marketplace, where God has destined that young man or that young woman to become the CEO and MD of one of the largest corporations, can God send that person to you? In that office, where God has put such grace upon that young person, can God send that person to you? In ministry, where you see this young man, boy or girl, or even if it's an older person in the early stages of their ministry, and you can sense the grace, like David, that killing and crushing Goliath and tens of thousands, growing mighty men under them. Can God trust you with that person's ministry in the early stages? Or are you, will you become a crusher, a destroyer, a jealous, chasing around the place the person has to hide from kind of person? One of the signs of maturity is that God can trust great people. And send them to you to be a place of refuge and a place of strength. Now, let's look at another amazing thing. You see, wait, can I pause here and tell you? Can you see why I just love Aunt Lily? She's practical. Practical Christianity. One more thing that we're going to look at about Aunt Lily. And to see that, let's just go down with me to verse 57. So, the Bible tells us from verse 57... Paraphrase, Aunt Lily had given birth. Everybody now heard about it. The testimony was all over the place. And then we see Aunt Lily. In verse 60, the Bible says, But Elizabeth spoke up and said, No, his name is John. We see Aunt Lily challenging the status quo of trans tra tradition. Sorry. Um, we see Aunt Lily willing and ready to go against the, the structures that have been in place to obey God's instruction for the destiny of her legacy. She was willing to step out of the confines where women were put in. She was mature enough to be able to confront existing traditional structures. She was mature enough. God could trust her to be okay with being disapproved by men because you can imagine how the elderly members have been looking at her. When she started to speak. Aunt Lily was totally sold out to God. And ready to stand with God in the journey that God had planned for them. Even if people did not understand. And even if they did not agree. I'm going to put an addendum here. Thank God Uncle Zach was as sold out as Aunt Lily. And together... They fulfilled the divine mandate of their ministry. Uncle Zach and Aunt Lily. A place of succor. Or let me rephrase. Uncle Zach and Aunt Lily. In marriage. In character. In their work with God. Became a ministry. That was a place of succor for people of destiny. Not afraid of the destiny upon other lives. They were bold to stand against and change tradition. In line with the instruction of God. Precious in God's sight. Trusted by God. Fulfilling their mandate for the kingdom. If you have been born again for a while. 
and walking with God. Can God trust you? Can God trust your marriage? Can God trust your ministry? And these are the key points I want us to go and ponder on, mature believer. To be a place of succor for people of destiny. Can God trust that marriage? Can God trust you? Can God trust your career? Can God trust your personality? Can God trust your relationship with him to be strong enough and bold enough to go against tradition? Is your marriage precious enough in the sight of God that your home becomes a place of refuge? Your ministry becomes a place of succor, a place where people receive strength to go out and launch into the world. Can God trust precious people in your care? Can God trust you to go against the approval of men, traditions and structures to fulfill his mandate and his instruction? Let us pray. Daddy, we thank you for showing us in real day-to-day -day life what maturity looks like in a believer. We ask that in your grace you never give up on us, God, but continue to work on us as individuals, on our careers, on our marriages, on our destiny, on our, on our relationships, on our platforms, on our engagements, so that we will be places of succor for others. So that our characters show forth the love of God. So that we are people that can stand on your mandate that you can trust to go through to the end. We want to be precious in your eyes. Trusted by you. People you can send forth to fulfill their divine destiny. And you know that they will finish well. Help us daddy. We can't do it without you. And we ask and believe you that you will do this for us. Thank you so much for answering our prayers. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Dear believer, I look forward to us looking at another amazing woman next week. Make sure you don't miss it. The Holy Spirit definitely has something new to teach you about walking with God. Have a wonderful week. Remember God loves you. He's invested in you. And he's delighted when you grow. And manifest him for all the world to see. Have a wonderful week. And God bless you. In Jesus name. Amen.